Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas, people, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host Dennis Simpson as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village. The award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007. Find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. Ike Eisenhower State Farm. Ike and his award-winning team have been serving the insurance needs of folks all around Hot Springs Village since 1998. Ike has qualified for State Farm's President's Club, Chairman's Circle, and Hot Springs Village Insurance Agent of the Year. Call Ike Eisenhower State Farm today at 501-984-4100. That's 501-984-4100. Find them online at IkeEisenhower.net. Call them today for all your insurance needs because, like a good neighbor, Ike Eisenhower State Farm is there. Thanks for joining us with Hot Springs Village Inside Out. I'm Dennis Simpson. She's about to be Christy Bennett. She had to go get a rock. I'm not making this up, people. This is live. Christy, Are you live? We're, we're recording. And I was telling everybody, you went to go get a rock. Now, it's unknown why you're going to get a rock, except for the fact... you should see this view that I have. I feel like you need to see this view. Now, listen, I hear Texarkana's a nice place, but they don't have a lake right beside the the police station, right? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. (laughs) And I I take... I I literally take... I don't take it for granted every day. It's just the most beautiful view here. And I love it. And I feel like everybody should see what I get to see Uh, every day. Look at that. We love it too. That is beautiful. Not, no, no, no. The lawnmower is nice, but we, we do our own lawn care (laughs) around here. Our firefighter guys, they're amazing. So. Well, let's talk about we, what's going on at the police station, girl. Girl or girl. It has been a crazy week. So we just left the um, Coronado center community fair. That was fantastic. Um, I got to even learn things uh, and, and I got to see some new people that I haven't ever got to meet. There's so many clubs and organizations here. There is just no reason why anybody could be bored. I mean, period. Especially if you've got a community service heart because there is just an ample amount of opportunities. I signed my husband up for the Civil War Club. He's going to be oh, so what? excited. There's a Civil yeah. War Club? Yeah, Hang he's on. At the, he's at the Deerwoods right now. Yeah, there's like the Civil War Roundtable History Club and it's the coolest thing. So I signed him up for it. When he gets home, he'll figure that out because they're going to email him, but he's going to be super excited. The dedicated wife. Yeah, I signed my husband up for that. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, classic. No, he's going to love it. He's going to love it. Okay, I'm trying to turn my volume up. So no, that's fine. It. That's fine. You're doing okay. great. So, anyway, so yeah, yeah. It's, been a busy, it's been a busy time. We're right in the middle of Motorola. We just had them come in and our project is was we just got a completion date of March 25th. So 
we're getting all of our stuff installed and then we'll begin with our uh, trainings and things like that. So our officers are going to have MDTs in their vehicles. Our dispatch center is going to be first class, second to none. Um, when our guys and our gals in the village, our, our, all of our residents and members need us, we are going to be there and it's going to be such more of a good product, a more professional product give that we can bring. Give me the five mile high view. I know them what Motorola does and I know what they put in the car, sure. but I know our, our listeners may not. Okay, so when you call 911, it goes into the 911 system and then it goes into a reporting system. So then for therefore is what happens is, is it gives all of your information to our dispatcher that then can send it out to our police department. And that's why we'll be able to know and be able to see where they are. We also are going to be able to track it a little bit quicker and a lot better a lot more efficiently. So um, if you have a police report and you need something, say you've had something stolen, we don't want that happening. But if you did, you had something happen and it goes into this reporting system, then we can just track things better. We're going to be able to, the detective is going to have better tools to work your case. Um, It's just, it's, it's phenomenal. You know, 22 year old, everything here. uh, When I got here, communication system was at least 22 years of age. So our POA and all of our um, members are fixing to have an investment for a lifetime when it comes to just standard and professionalism when it comes to our communication center. Oh, we're thrilled. We're thrilled. We're thrilled. I I remember back in the day before the state police, even before cell phones were everywhere, the state police had one of the best 800 megahertz systems for Motorola that money could buy. And because, I mean, for here and in everywhere, in the Ozarks and in the Washita's, there's some pretty rural areas that you got to try and get an officer and connect them to. So obviously this system is tied into Garland and Saline County too, or what? So no, not, not, not really, but um, it, <coughs> it kind of work like that. So that you're talking about the radio system. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's actual talking. We're talking about our communication system. When when you, Dennis, dial 911, it goes through the lines and then it'll pop up on our dispatch screen. And right now, the current 911 system we have isn't compatible with our reporting system. Oh, no, so, really? Yeah. It doesn't bring over all of that information that 911 gathers that we already pay for as a service, right? So mm-hmm. for things like that. So is what it is, is we're, we're, we've got a roadblock there. And then is what happens is, is when the officers dispatch to Dennis's 911 emergency, um, we don't have any mapping on it. So therefore, it, there's nothing in the car to tell us where that officer is and be able to ensure that he makes it safely at Dennis's house or if something happens and our internet service, or I'm sorry, our uh, radio isn't able to come out, we'll be able to see him on a screen where he's at, what he's doing, yeah, and it really just it makes it so much more efficient. The officer safety is the biggest issue for us because, sure. uh, like you said, we have so many hills and valleys. A lot of times these radios aren't going to work. So yeah. therefore, even if the radio doesn't work, we have the capability and internet through internet and boosters and things like that to ensure that we know exactly where that officer is all the time. So if something yeah. happens, we know where to go. And then if something happens to Dennis that, you know, we need to know an officer can't get on there to get life net or fire or anything like that, we're able to see where we need to send them. So now, and I know because I I know what our listeners are going to be asking. So when this information pops up, it doesn't say Dennis Simpson wants and warrants for flatulence or something like that. It's not going to say that. No, we got to still, we still got to do the hard work of running system, which is ACIC or Arkansas Crime Information Center. And that's where we do the warrant checks for you. Yeah, well, we no, where, every- where I was going with that, though, is that would, would my previous calls, if I had called before and we had a medical call or whatever? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. So, so 
your previous anything that you've ever called 911 for will be previously logged. So we'll be able to see everything that you've had, any types of issues we've had at that address. So, for example, if Dennis dials 911 and we can't hear him and we can't we can't hear him, we can pull it up and we can see, OK, well, we were just there two weeks ago for a medical situation. Or we were there six months ago for a medical situation. Well, we're going to assume maybe Dennis is having a medical situation and he can't speak with us. So we're sending everybody because oh, wow. we don't know what Dennis means at that point, but we're going to send everybody. What a wonderful system. I, I had no idea. I really had no idea. And, and, and for you people in the back, this is going to be ready March when? So we just got our live date of March 24th. Now things can happen. Like yesterday, a man from Colorado came in and he installed all of our servers and everything else, all of our equipment. So now that that's installed, then we'll begin the software install, and then we'll do our training for all of our officers and our dispatchers, and then we'll do some testing and things like that. But we just got a live date of March, which is three months shorter than a year that they said it could be. Wow. So that means we're going to get it a lot quicker. Hopefully, things happen. You're IT. You know that. But we're hoping. We're always optimistic. Yeah. Well, so, and let's go back to this. We've got new hires and yes. we do have a need. Let's share the need, shall we? Affordable housing. Holy cow, girl. So you and I talk about this on a personal level because I have several officers that are new. We had several retirements and um, people um, that have left us in the last six months. So we've got an influx of some new officers. For example, uh, one guy, we, we, he, he was in with his family from Fort Worth. And he was visiting the village. He walks into the police department. He's like, this is amazing. Is this real? And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of cool. And then three months later, he's here today on the street. So he was lucky. Him and his wife were able to find a home and they, that they could purchase. But I've got three new officers here that are still struggling. Um, here, and the bottom line is we want them living in the village. We want yeah. them living in the village because that's the way they're being able to protect here at home. And they want to be in the village. But it's just been very difficult trying to find um, rentals or affordable housing for them to rent, um, even to get their feet in the door until they find something that's mm -hmm. um, reasonable for them to purchase. So so let's shoot across the bow here and, and, and do the big ask. If there's somebody listening and you have a home that's for rent or a, a home that even even for sale or an apartment or whatever you have to rent and sale, and you would like to have a bonded, licensed, verified police officer or, or first responder living in your unit, let that sink in a minute, people, and you would be willing to give them a discount or an allowance or something, we would love to talk to you. Right, Christy? Well, I, first of all, I appreciate that. I, I, I never even thought of going that route with you, but you're that's why you are who you are and you're so community oriented. But yes, um, we do have three officers and one dispatcher um, looking for some housing here. So and again, the renting is there's just not a whole lot for rent out there right now. And um, like you said, if, if anybody has anything, they're willing to you know trade off for a police officer living in their neighborhood. Who doesn't want that? Well, you, you had asked, you called about the, the I'm president of the THA and you called and said, you know, we got nearly a thousand units. Do you have something? And I'm like, well, they're all individually owned. I can't, I can't do that. But now if there's a, if there's somebody in the sound of our voice or the view of our picture, please call the yes. non-emergency number and let's discuss the non-emergency and the emergency number. Okay. If I dial the non-emergency number and I tell you I'm having chest pains, you have no way to track it and put it back in my other database, right? No, no way to track it, no way to put it in the database. And then the problem with that is, is when you dial 0011, that's an administrative line. So 
um, if it's after hours or something like that, it'll be bounced around the POA because that's what they are, administrative lines. And then they'll get like push one for animal control or push two for the police department. We don't want that. If, if you are involved in any situation that you want a police officer, a firefighter or a EMT, call 911. 911. I just left Mountainside. I did their newcomers this morning. And we talked about that because and I, and I and they actually shed some light for me because I, I, I'm struggling understanding why people choose to call 0011 instead of 911. Which, but by but the way, lady, 501-922-0011 was, yes. it's kind of been the police number for decades, right? Yeah. Yeah, it has been, but we want everybody to call 911. Um, and, and this lady, she just moved from Dallas and she had a really good point. In Dallas, if you have a traffic accident, you don't call 911 and nobody's hurt. You oh. call an emergency number. Right. If you have, if you are scammed out of money or something like that, you don't call 911. You call an emergency number. So I think really for me this morning, I kind of shed a little bit of light of why people are using that 0011 for so many things that are emergency situations. We're fortunate here. We have 5,000 911 calls a year. Okay. 5,000. 5,000. That's 911. We really don't know because some of them are still coming in on the 0011 line. We're trying to stop that. But we're fortunate to have a smaller call volume that if it involves a traffic accident, call 911 because it's mm -hmm. a traffic accident. Just because you don't see anybody hurt doesn't mean someone sitting in the back seat or something like that hurt. I had somebody ask me the other day, well, I saw a car that was disabled on the side of the road. So I just called the non-emergency number and I said, well, you don't know what's in that trunk or you don't know if maybe they're slumped over and you can't see them in a medical situation. Call 911. So we, I promise you, my guys are not going to be mean to you if you did what you thought was due diligence in calling 911 to try to help somebody. And then it ended up being nothing. That's OK. That's fine. That's fine. But what happens if it was something? Um, the, the scariest part was, is we had a lady who fell and she had fell and she was laying there for six hours calling the 0011 and oh. it was just one of those days it was one of those days that our administrative lines they fail they they fail it happens i think there were some storms and stuff six hours man oh geez, geez, geez. And, and well, we, yeah we get no, there and we were like baby why didn't you call 911 and she said i just didn't want to bother you uh, oh, no, no, no. we need you to call 911 911 so had I had I had to wait seven hours after I fell, I would have called nine one one. But the first six hours, I thought it wasn't worth calling. Right? I think uh, she ended up getting through on the zero zero one one at some point. Oh my lord! Well, uh, so let me tell you a story about this weekend that luckily, you, okay, thank the Lord you haven't heard yet. Okay. Sitting on our couch, eating my bonbons like I do on a Saturday. Hello, right? Uh, was it? It was Sunday. It was Sunday. And uh, watching out over the lake, and I glance up from my bonbons, right? And yep. there's a lady, a, a, a large lady, and an infant in a kayak. And I'm noticing that the rear of her kayak is taking water. And it's taking water, and it's taking water, and it's taking water, and it's going down by the bow, straight down. She holds on to the paddle, and the infant goes floating away. I didn't see any floaties on the child. I screamed to Diane to call 911. I go running down the side of the house in boxers, you know, screaming, help, help. The neighbors come out and say, and I quote, who needs help? I said, that lady just in the back, back of your house. Oh, she's with us. We're going to go get her now. 
put my heart back in my chest. They okay. they had made no, there was no clue that she was assigned with them or whatever. Called my buddy who lives at the house and he was like, you did the right thing. And I was oh. like, I was like, I'm sorry I overreacted. And they're like, no, you no. did the right thing. Good. Yeah. So my point did you being. Did the police officer? Did he come out? I, well, yeah, no, we, we didn't have to call anybody. Diane, we, we oh, were okay. able to resolve it before we called. But my point being. Yes. In, in a big city, if you dial 911, you might get spanked if you didn't do it right. In the village, nobody's going to spank you, right? Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And, and I mean, it's just, it's so, it's so much preferred. Yeah, no, I got it. I got it. How's the, how's the Academy coming? What are we doing next on the Academy? Which one? We have lots of academies here. The Police Academy. Hello. Oh, CPA, CPA. Okay. So CPA, we're going to start it hopefully in February. Um, okay. Definitely for sure. We're going to go back to two a year next year. Really? So yes, yes. That's my favorite program. So we're going to do two a year next year. We were just wanting to get this Motorola install. And now with our March date of live, I think we'll be ready to go, sir, February, March, and April. And then we'll do uh, August, September, and October. So those are the two academies that we'll do. And so, so uh, how many people in the academy this last year? What does it do? What's the purpose? Give me the five mile I will. I will. We, okay. So our Citizens Police Academy is an academy where we bring in members of our community or business owners of our community um, to get just kind of a, a in-depth experience of what we offer for our police department for you guys you know it's not just taking bad guys to jail and um we want to give you that insight of how hard we work um, what we're doing for you and how you can work with us so how you can help yourself be better members of the community and how you can be safer um just different resources that we have like smart 911 um you know just community shop or um, community shopping things like that just different things that we cover topics that we cover over about six weeks period of time. And then we get to know each other and then you kind of become, come, become part of our family. You're forever like a honorary police officer. We, you don't get to go out and write tickets. You don't get that, but you're part of our uh, family when it comes to being uh, part of the hot Springs village citizens police Academy. And then if you choose, you can join the alumni association and they do amazing things for us. Um, they just helped us purchase all new um, Glock nine millimeter weapons. It's the first time that I've been told that this department was able to buy all brand new weapons for our police officers. Really? So, yeah. So we were really excited for that and we really appreciate them. The CPA, they, they bought, they, they helped finance the new patches and the new badges when I got here. Um, they just helped us buy some radars and JPXs. So it's a instrumental piece of our policing here is from the contributions of our CPA and our alumni association. And, the, and they have raised tens of thousands of dollars for these products. So since I've been here, my first day was July 11th. Um, and since I've been here since July 11th, they've contributed over $51,000 in the place. last year, in the last year, great, great organization. Can't say enough. And I tell you what, everybody that you talk to, that is a graduate of the Academy, uh, that is an alumni of the Academy. You're right. It's a brotherhood. It's a bond, right? It, it is. It is. And I'd like I said, I just left the community fair. That was fabulous. And I yeah. saw so many that I've only been through one class. So um, you know, and I know them all by name and they know my name and, you know, they're telling me what they're up to and what they're doing. And it's just, it's really neat to see um, not only is the level of 
police support in the village is just incredible. But to see people that are, you know, they want to they wanna be part of this community, whether it's volunteering or doing other things, but you still see them in their element and cross paths and you're, it's like you're, you're rooting them on. It's just really neat. I love it. So, I love so- it. I can, I can tell, I can tell. So this is in contrast to people who call me. Uh, I have a gentleman who called me from Kansas city who he and his wife said they watch all the shows and he's a former uh, ex ex police. And he kept saying, is it really like that? Is it really? I said, let me give you a lady's number and she can tell you if it's really like this or not, because to, I imagined outside the village, I don't know, outside Arkansas to some degree, it sounds like a fairy tale, right? To, to, to first responders, doesn't it? It is. It's like the best kept secret, you know, just like the Fort Worth guy, um, hit one of his, um, my Fort Worth guy, one of his, and I can't you know name names because I don't want to get him in trouble. No, no, no. Of course. My Fort Worth guy, his reference was one of his lieutenants and I've been talking to his lieutenant. Now, the first thing he said to me, the first thing I called him, I said, hi, you know, my name's Christy. I'm calling about you know, this officer, he listed you as a reference. And he's like, I want to stop you there. Everything I've heard from him doesn't sound real. And I'm coming down there to see if it is. And I said, you call me. And he did. He did. <laughs> and he's like, I'm close to retirement. I guess I don't want to do this no more. I'm like, that's cool. And he's like, but I love this place. And I'm like, exactly, exactly. So, you know, it is, it's like this well-kept secret. And I, every day I run into somebody who's, um, you know, past, FBI, DEA, Bureau of Prisons, um, police, fire, EMT, um, goodness, military. It's really neat to see the majority of people here are in some respect, fashion, form of family tie to one of those people. And it just makes this is the reason why it is so great. It is the reason. And, and that gentleman I was talking to you about said he was literally nauseated by the defund the police discussion. And he said, I, I just can't stand. I don't think I can live here anymore. I'm like, let me give you Christie's number and I will send this over to you because that's yeah. the, that's the polarity of the worlds that we live in. And, and I mean, I, I know this is a unique environment. It's a unique place. It is. It is, and, it is. <clears throat> still have the same stuff as everybody else. I mean, we, we have, you know, last week, um, we had 83 calls in one week. That's seven days. And I, re- and, you know, it was a full moon and it weather was nice. So, you know, you kind of expect that, but we took someone to jail every day, a felony. It was a felony arrest every day, uh, every, morning, day. every day, every day, you know? Um, but you know, that's, you know, people that some of them shouldn't have been in the village to begin with, you know, and then we, we fixed that problem. Some of them are people making bad mistakes in the village. It just happens, you know, but, um, some day, some weeks, the week before we had 53 calls, you know, that's when it was really hot. Nobody really wanted to go outside. So <laughs> it is what it is, but it's just you, the criminal element will not establish itself where allowed. And we don't allow it here, not just the police department, because that doesn't work. It's the people here as members. We don't allow it. So because we don't allow it, the greatest place on earth. I'm you telling know, you, I, and I agree wholeheartedly read the police report and see where it says, a realtor reported a suspicious person. The The number of people that report suspicious people, and you guys get to go in, and frankly, as, as Barney would say, nip it, nip it in the bud. You get to nip it before it becomes anything, right? Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's just, and sometimes it's nothing. You know, sometimes it's absolutely nothing. And that's okay. You know, sometimes it's just somebody really walking down the street with their dog and they're, 
they like to dress funky. Fine, whatever. But, you know, and then sometimes it is something. Somebody might be having a medical situation or somebody just shouldn't be here, you yeah, know, and they yeah. and they're 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 doing things that's not, you know, savory for our environment. And we take care of that. And that's what we're here for. You know, we've got 22 of the I'm telling you the most incredible officers. Um, they, they're just fantastic. They are amazing community oriented police officers. I'm so very proud of them. I'm so very thankful to be part of this team. I love them dearly. I love this community dearly. But it's just like you said, it's almost like it's a unicorn. You know, it is. It is. It, because well, when you tell everybody about it outside, they're like, no, no, it's not like that. Well, no, really, it is. It is. Okay, I got to let you go. We got to wrap up some things. Thanks, thanks for joining again. Yes. Quick thing, quick thing. Uh, lots of road work being done. Uh, yes. Water mains breaking, and we have to redirect traffic and such. Give me some traffic tips. Give me some ideas. What should we do? Okay. So you know, Matt Broom and his crew. They man, they are rocking and rolling right now. They're knocking out some things. And the biggest thing you're seeing right now um, today is they're building some guardrails in certain places. Mm-hmm. And those places weren't just, hey, where do we want to put a guardrail? No, I mean, this started months and months and months ago. You know, Ken Inger and I were talking about, he was like, hey, where do you see some of the bad, the bad accidents happening? And for one example, one of the uh, places is over here on DeSoto by Alicante. And we've unfortunately had two major accidents and one death and um, many more accidents. But it's just, you know, these, these two accidents have significantly changed and altered um, these families' lives. Yeah detrimental for one and then one it's just this person was a young person and he was a very good friend of our family and and of our community and you know his life is forever changed if that guardrail was there you know so yeah. and, and that's we, one of the steepest corners in the entire village you get a lot of momentum that, coming down that hill right, and then right it's there and 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 it's what it is is it's on heads halfway there we broke a main break a main a main um a main break happened building it which stinks you know it's Thanks. That's horrible, but mm-hmm. it's going to prevent death and loss of life and possibly um, the altering of somebody's entire existence. So it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. The problem is, is and it, we, we've been doing not only the guardrail, but also some re, redoing of some roads. And last week I was just so disappointed. Matt Broom sent me an email and he sends me an email and he sends me pictures of the vehicles uh, and then and the tag numbers who have literally drove through the mm which is against the law it's enhanced whenever you're part of a construction zone right cussing our people that are trying to build roads for you it's not going to be tolerated yeah and it's not acceptable i understand you're upset you you didn't expect it you know you you, you're rushed in a hurry and it just ruins your whole day but you're still not going to treat my people who are doing their very best to make sure that you have a safe roadway that is acceptable and you're going to treat them like that. So um, those, a couple of those individuals have received tickets and citations for illegally going through barricades and um, for damage of property, because when they drove through, they messed the road up and we had to call and have them come back again and fix the road. It's not going to happen again. And when it happens, expect the ticket. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just want to end on a bad note. No, no, no. You're not ending on a bad note at all. I, I, my point was, and I, I, we need to know that. We really do. Because I, I think a lot of times I think people, and you don't take this wrong, Christy, a lot of people don't think that the, the Hot Springs Village Police Department has teeth. They are mistaken. <laughs> they are gravely mistaken. They are polite, wonderful, awesome people, but they will take you to jail and they will send you a ticket. 
for destruction of property, for et cetera. And that's endangerment too. I mean, you, you know that. It's just dangerous. My point was going to be slow down and be patient. We yes. do this once every 10 years. So just take a breath, sit behind that's the right. wheel for a minute and relax. Stop. Right, Christy? That's right. Sign up for the e-blast. Know when they're going to do the road construction. That's on you, not on us. Mm-hmm. Because they put in the e-blast. And when they put in the e-blast, avoid that area. Don't go that way. Go a different way. Or just stay at home that day. Whatever. Whatever. But just be excited whenever you go back out. And the road is fantastic because I'm going to tell you, I went back to Texarkana a couple weeks ago. And God bless Texarkana. I love it. But I sure came back very much thankful for the roads that we have here. Really? With a newfound appreciation, shall we say. And I had it before, but I just was like, man, I don't remember the roads being this terrible (laughs) then, you know? And then now I'm like, my car, how do I have a car that's not, you know? So this is, if you got to appreciate it and you got to love it and you got to take care of it and you got to, you got to take care of those people that are taking care of us. And the way they were treated the last couple of weeks, it's not happening anymore. NA, uh, not acceptable, not acceptable. No, and they were not very happy about their tickets and their citation that they got. But I wasn't very happy when they treated my people like that. So. And I've always made note, if you don't like the law, let's change the law. But that doesn't change anything right now. That's right. right. That's right. So it's still the law. You need to do to change it. But in the meantime, we're still going to follow the, the law. Love it. Christy, I think and I'll say this in all love. I'm thrilled the Lord brought you back here to home. Oh, me too. I'm glad. For Hot Springs Village Inside Out, I'm Dennis Simpson. She's Christy Bennett. We will see you next time. Thanks, Christy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching and listening to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast starring Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com.